continue our uh, looking at Lectio Divina. Lectio Divina is a Latin for sacred reading. And as we talked about two weeks ago, it's about this practice that was developed in the Middle Ages um, by Benedict and uh, a lot of the uh, reformer or a lot of the, the monastic founders for finding a way of learning that just tr- that is 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 larger than just the brain, and there's more to learning than just the brain. That the heart and the spirit is 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 it's important to involve your whole being in learning, and we've even learned that in studies today with things like multiple learning, uh, you know, um, pathways, huh? Multiple intelligence and multiple learning pathways for those multiple intelligences uh, are very important. People learn in different ways. So uh, we're still learning about that. So before I go any farther, I'm just going to ask one of the Jews, Sir Stephen, come pray for me, our overseers today. Thanks, Stephen. You're welcome. So let's pray. And uh, Lord God, we continue to welcome you here in this place and ask that you would just Also fill Gordy up with your presence to be able to share uh, your heart to us this morning. And Lord, thank you for Gordy's gentle spirit and heart. And um, as he comes before you in humility, we ask that you will speak to him, allow us to go deep into your word. And thank you so much for your love for us. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. Thanks, friend. <laughs> Dean, I think I'll stay with this. Is that all right? Does that throw anything off? Okay. Um, so, the way that we learn, and we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago how that there was this these two ways of learning that were developed in the Middle Ages. One was called scholasticism, where the emphasis was on the mind. The focus was on the mind and facts and getting it right. And so that's the way people approach scripture. It was, it was like our inductive Bible studies, you know, that we do today, where we get the context and the history and, you know, uh, the, the, the occasion for which the, the, the genre is it poetry? Is it all of that's good and it's really important? So it's not like it's we want to diminish that. But what happened was a lot of a lot of people like Benedict noticed that there was this disconnect between the mind and the heart, and um, and so it it created this this tension. And who was it, the French uh, theologian who said that the heart has its reasons the mind will never have, never understand. The heart has its own reasons that the mind will never understand. So how do we bring those two together? And Lectio Divina was a way to bring those together. And you know what? That tension still exists today. Us, you guys that lead worship, you'll appreciate this. But we, we all know that that how you approach poetry is a lot different than how you approach history, for example, or, or, or physics. Your favorite subject, Leone. And uh, that's a joke. Um, and um, there's, 
I noticed it, it, came, it became apparent to me as I was uh, following some of these theological arguments that, that have been circling around about the worship songs that we sing. And there is one about reckless love right now. I don't know if any of you have seen it, but it's kind of controversial. Uh, the, uh, the, there's people that are writing blogs and, and articles saying that that's false teaching, that God's love isn't reckless. And it, and it just makes me so mad. <laughs> I'm going, dude, you know, you're approaching it from a scholastic perspective. It's not, you're not approaching this as poetry, okay? If you want to be theologically accurate, God's love is wise and understanding and discerning, as Paul says in Ephesians. But if you're an artist, a poet, it's reckless, it's messy. It's slobbery. Like that. I like, like that. Probably they have a problem with that, uh, that, uh, that wet kiss song. Remember that, that one we sing? Oh, boy, that really probably pushes some people over the edge. Um, but I, I, it, it's where Martin Luther said, why did the father run when his son came back, the prodigal son? Why did he run? Fathers don't run. Noblemen don't run. Women run. Children ran. But not noblemen. They didn't run in those cultures. But the father ran when his prodigal son, stinking of pig pen, came home. It's because he was afraid his son would change his mind. That's reckless love. See? So, so it's that tension that Lectio Divina embraces. So I'd like to, we have more time today because I've only preached five minutes. So we have more time today, shortest sermon in record, um, for Gordy anyway. Uh, by the way, I just want to say, can I brag? My grandson preached his first sermon at West Coast uh, School, and he preached three minutes. I told him, I want to be like you when I grow up. And... <laughs> He scored 100%. He's got his grandpa's jeans. Uh, sorry, his daddy's jeans. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. Can I just savor that for a moment? Would you let me just say? <laughs> forgive me, forgive me. So, um, <laughs> that's my reckless love. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so awesome. So, so let's do some more Lectio. And so we're going to prepare again. What we're going to do is we're going to take the text that we already read. So it would be helpful, unless you're physically finding it difficult, it would be helpful for you to sit comfortably, uh, alert, with your eyes closed, and... We're going to go through the text that we already read. A lot of times, Lectio was even more times than three. We're going to do it three. Often it was four or five in the monasteries. And, uh, but what I want you to do is, first of all, do some Lectio on your own heart. Become aware of yourself, what you're feeling. And take a few deep breaths. And then breathe normally again after you've done that, three or four times. So 
So just relaxing into your breathing, take some time to let go of the past and the future and come fully into the present with where you are right now. And open your heart to Jesus who is present with you right now. In the silence, notice what is emerging with either positive or negative energies or what they used to call consolation or desolation. Feel the energy of it. And open your heart to meeting God in connection with this. If nothing arises, it's okay. Just be where you are right now. So we're going to prepare for the first reading of our passage. Just to, I'll do a little bit of teaching as we go. I'm, I'm mostly going to let, let us just do this. But I can hear Matt's voice downstairs. And that's actually good practice. Because whenever you're silent, it's never silent, is it? There's always sounds. And for me, most of them are in my own head. Right? So... so one great teacher of Centering Prayer talks about how that when you hear a car go by or a siren or that's just a physical reminder of what's going on in our own hearts. And you just learn to pay attention to your heart and, and sometimes you just have to ignore sound to, to come back. But don't be hard on yourself. If your mind wanders, you know, we're, we're, we're being with God here and being with ourselves and with each other. We're practicing presence, but it's, it's a lifelong art. So don't feel bad if, you know, a baby cries or, you know, uh, I, I love it when the children, children we hear the children. Um, so just be, be, be aware of what's going on in your heart and, and, and don't be hard on yourself if your mind wanders and you have to, I, I use a sacred word, just like Jesus or something or love or grace. 
when I have one, or just to pull myself gently back. I used to berate myself. I used to go, oh, you, what kind of spiritual mystic are you? And, uh, and just put these high expectations. Just be gentle with yourself. This is, this is a lifelong art that we've lost the capacity for space and silence. So listen for what is given to you as the passage is read. So we're going to read it. Listen for a word or a phrase or an image even that attracts you as you listen or gets your attention. It might be like a little nudge or just something lifts off the, the page a little bit. Let it enter your heart by repeating it over to yourself softly and lovingly in the silence that follows. Okay? So you're going to take that. And, and if you feel like you're guessing, that's okay. <laughs> so sometimes it's guessing. Take it with you into the silence and lovingly and softly uh, repeat it during the silence. And uh, uh, after that silence, I'll, I'll get some of you to call out just some of the, the words or phrases or images that you heard. So I didn't prepare for this, but I'm going to read the first time. But I'd like a volunteer to read the second time. Is there someone who would like to do the reading the second time? Okay, so Joanna and Christine, third time. So uh, the reason I'll read the first time is that just... Just to set the pace so you kind of know the pace that we're reading the text um, and that we don't go too fast. And then uh, uh, Joanna and Christine will do the... I think it's good to have other voices as we do Lectio as well. So here it is. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 4. That day, when evening came, he said to his disciples... Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. So, as we go into silence, let the word or phrase or image that attracted you as you listened enter your heart and just repeat it softly to yourself, lovingly in the silence.
So could we have just a few of you speak out the word or the phrase or the image without elaborating on it? Faith? And feel free to, by the way, to repeat what somebody else has said, if that really is okay. Just as he was. So I'm just going to invite uh, Joanna to come. And so as we read this second one, ask yourself as you took that word and repeated it and spoke it, or even if you passed, but whatever that word or image or phrase was, ask, how is my life touched by what is given? Let the word, phrase, or image interact with your present life experience. Remember that we started with at the beginning where you, where you were? How is that interacting? What's it evoking in you? What resonates? And allow that connection to arise naturally in your, your being. And then in the silence following, sit with that impression. A reading from Mark 4. That day, when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was, in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. So I'll just give you some more silence now.
So for our third reading, as you've just listened for how this phrase or word or image connects with your life, ask, is there an invitation here for me? Given the connection that is emerging between the word and your life, what might God be wanting to do for you? What is God inviting you to? What invitation, reassurance, encouragement, or clarification might God be offering me in this moment? Ponder what arises during the silence following the reading and trust what comes. So Christine, come. And uh, you can't? Okay, would someone else like to do the reading? Thanks, Carlos. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up. The waves broke over the boat so that they were nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet! Be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him.
So what I'm going to get you to do is to get into groups of three or four. And I want you to do one of two things. Uh, yeah, you can do that. Just go ahead and do that. I'm an introvert, and I always hate this part of the service when the leader asks us to do this. So just get over it. Um, it'll be fine. Um, because you, you will be free to share or not. So, so there's no pressure here. Um, but um, what I'd like you to do is just go around the group and just share what of your sense of invitation that you felt came to you through the Lectio. What was, what was God's invitation to you uh, this morning? And if you feel like you, it's too personal or you're, you're not sure, it's okay. You can just pass. And then after you've done that, I'll just leave this up so you can follow it, but pray for the person on your right. You can either do that silently, like if you're not sure how to pray, you can just bow your head and pray for the person silently and, and just say amen when you're done. Uh, or pray audibly for God's help to respond to the invitation given. And then chat about it a little bit. Chat about what happened in your, your Lectio. And then we'll call you back in a few minutes just to debrief as a whole group together, okay? Um, yes, yeah, I can. I'll just give you another minute or so. So I feel that some very, very significant things are still going on in the groups. So we're not going to go back into the open session. I think we'll, we'll just leave it at that tonight, I, or today. Today. And um, uh, just, just to say that I, th I think there's times when, when, when it would be fun to pull back together and just hear uh, some of the things that came out. But I'm just sensing I should leave it there today. Is that okay? Yeah. So let me bless you. And if you still feel like you want to pray for each other, feel some tender things are going on. So don't, don't feel like you have to interrupt that. So in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I bless you to be the people of God, to hear the word, 
with your physical ear, with your spiritual ear, with your physical eye, your spiritual eye, and to be a people of the mind and the heart integrated as we love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength and love one another well. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you. God bless you.